Hey guys, so welcome to this week's episode of the PowerCast. Um, today I have Tucker Verwerda and he is an author, speaker and digital marketing consultant for multi-million dollar companies. Um, he's over in the US and he's, um, I've actually been connected with him and um, following him for a few years now. He interviewed me a couple of years ago, which was really cool to um, be reconnected over this time too. And since then, he's really grown massively. I've seen him putting himself out there and doing a lot of amazing things. Um, for example, he's been featured in many major publications over the last year or so, like Huffington Post. And um, he's also hosted his own marketing events and taught social media strategies to over 3,100 students now. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of people that say they are Facebook ads experts and things like this. I feel like they're popping up all over the place at the moment, but to be able to have coached, you know, over 3,100 um, students and to be doing this for quite a while now, um, it really shows that he's above the curve uh, for a lot of people and has things to back it, uh, himself up. So I'm really excited to have you on today. Thanks, Tucker. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Really. Um, so can you just explain a little bit, I, I know obviously I did a little bit in the intro, but explain a bit more about, you know, how long you've been doing what you do uh, and a little bit about your story. Cool. Yeah. So I've been doing digital marketing for about three to five years. Honestly, I've lost track because just things get in the way and I just forget like the years or whatever, but it's been about three to five years since I've been um, learning digital marketing, but it's only been really the past year, more more like two years where I've gone basically like two feet in where I'm basically saying like no to everything else except digital marketing just because it is it is such a big passion of mine um, to learn like what makes people tick when it comes down to buying stuff digitally right mm. so I started off um, you know just kind of kind of learning stuff and doing little things here and there but I never like went both feet in until I started like actually seeing results um, from my efforts so yeah mm. it's been an experience and um, again, I really appreciate this this you know, interview, um, and yeah, that's that's basically it. Yeah, awesome. And so, why did you first get into this? So I used to work in warehouses. I used to get paid minimum wage, and I hated it. I hated seeing successful people while I was sitting behind the scenes earning ten bucks an hour. Right? I hated getting dirty. I hated doing all these things. I hated working for other people, and I knew that I wanted to be my boss. I used to take my my neighbor's garbage cans to the street for like 50 cents a pop every single day. I've always had that like entrepreneurial spirit, right? I yeah. remember I saw, I saw a piece of paper that I wrote when I was six and it said, I want to be a millionaire. What kind of six-year-old kid says that? <laughs> That's <So>. cool. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward now, I'm 25 years old and I was just, um, well, maybe, maybe around like 22, right? But I was just done. And I was in a Frito-Lay warehouse. I was currently working as a material handler in Frito-Lay listening to podcast episodes while I'm, you know, tossing boxes of chips inside. And I was listening to the Smart Passive Income um, podcast by Pat Flynn and mm -hmm. Entrepreneur on Fire by John Lee Dumas. And the following things that I heard, people were not only making six figures per year um, with their stuff that they were doing online, but they were making six figures per month. And that mm -hmm. right there, that's such a hardcore inside my body that I've been obsessed with all this stuff since then and i can never it's just it's always in my mind i can't even let go of it you know yeah I mean? 
Yeah, awesome. And so obviously like money was a big drive and also a, another big drive was working for yourself and, you know, not making someone else rich or uh, helping them with their dream, but creating your own dream. I want to add on to that. What, um, like, what's your bigger, I guess, why in the lifestyle that you want to live for yourself, but also in the difference that you want to make in the world or in other people's lives? Oh, for sure. I mean, money is great. It does offer a lot of different options. I know a lot of people say like, oh, money's this, money's that, but I love money personally. It mm. is an tool that you can use to your advantage. I love options, meaning I love having a variety of different things and being able to say, I want this at this time to do this, right? Yeah, gives you choice. Exactly. Choices are key. And mm. I love having the freedom to make as many choices as I can. Mm. Um, but yeah, great. But I really just want to like we've all got around a hundred years or so on this earth. And really what it boils down to is I want to leave the biggest legacy that I can for me and my family mm. and just as much as I can with the time that I'm given. Yeah. So, tons of different options, but those are really the main key points of my life basically. Yeah. Awesome. And you had a baby last year. Congratulations. Yeah. He's so cute. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> How did you find, uh, I guess, the transition with having a new baby and still reaching your goals and putting yourself out there and those kinds of things? So it's just about balancing time, but it's also about balancing priorities. Like there's a lot of people that let things get in the way, whether it's partners, whether it's spouses, whether it's significant others, whether it's job, whether it's business, whether it's whatever everything comes up. It just matters how you handle certain situations and where you're spending your most time. Like I, I don't go and hang out with my friends as much because my family comes first and how do I help my family with my biz with mm. everything that I'm doing. Right. So yeah. those are my two top priorities because I want to make sure that my family has what they need. So yeah. again, I spend time with, I spend time with family too. Like just before this call, I was playing with Bobby for like 10 minutes because we were playing some game, right? Yeah. And so that's my best answer is just prioritizing the time appropriately so that everything that is important is taken care of. Yeah, cool. Awesome. So I want to go into a little bit of specifically around, you know, your industry of what you do. Uh, I think with, with um, you know, digital marketing and things like that, you mentioned a little bit before around psychology. And I yeah. think a lot of people think that oh, I just need hundreds or thousands of leads and then that means I'm going to be successful or I need to learn about Facebook ads. They're really focused on the strategy, but not necessarily on the psychology or the way that actually marketing works and people buy. So can you talk a little bit around, uh, around that and why it's so important? Yeah. So my first experience trying to do digital marketing and selling my own product lot. I tried to create a book, an ebook, and tried to sell it on Indiegogo, basically mm. a crowdfunding site, right? And it didn't sell. And I struggled so hard. I did everything that normally that um, everyone else does, right? I created it. I tried to do my best with marketing and nothing sold. And I'm like, well, I have it up here. I'm sure people saw it. But here's the thing. I did I didn't do my due diligence on finding out how it can sell. I called it number one, you plus them equals job. It was a book that would help college students get jobs by, you know, networking, right? Mm. Number one, no one is ever going to type in you plus them equals job unless they have a following. Right? Yeah. But no one's ever going to type in you plus them equals job. They're going to type in um, 
how to get jobs as a college student or how to you know, mm -hmm. how to make more money as a broke college student or whatever. Those yeah. are the things you be typing in or there you have you, know, you have to have a like a like a group or a following and send that link to people then they can buy it, right? Yeah. So since then I always made it my goal to find out why marketing works and not only that though, but digitally, why people make certain buying habits or decisions, right? And yeah. there are two two of my favorite companies in the world are Amazon and Facebook because mm. they excel at customer research. Mm. Meaning they're asking their customers what they liked and what they disliked. And according to the responses that they get, they then adjust. And mm. those are billion dollar companies. If you look at Sears and Toys R Us, those two companies are now bankrupt because they did not follow what their customers wanted them to do. Mm. Yeah. How did they, can you go into that a little bit more? How did Toys R Us and Sears not follow? Like what was the thing that happened with them? Tons of different things, but honestly speaking, they didn't adapt quick enough to mm. the trends. Yeah. Um, Walmart especially. So Amazon, they are, they, Jeff Bezos is the, is the most richest man on the earth today. Mm. And probably history of the world. Okay. Mm. Because he adapted very on with the dot-com bubble. He started, you know, creating something that was trending at the time. And then it struck a chord with people. People told them, uh, people told him with their wallets that, Hey, this idea works. So he yeah. just expanded on it. Toys R Us, on the other hand, they were selling stuff in stores, very expensive, and no one's going to go buy stuff in Toys R Us and they can get it shipped to them from them. Right? Yeah. Same thing with Sears. None of them progressed as rapid as they should have, which then ended up, you know, going belly up. Yeah. Well, look at Blockbuster. Another good example of that. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Netflix came in, they are kicking butt, but it's because, and watch this, Netflix, if they don't get, if they don't get caught up and start doing things digitally, Amazon will start replacing Netbox or uh, what's it mm. Redbox. Yeah. Redbox because uh, no one's going to be buying from Redbox, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, especially with marketing, especially with technology, it's always changing. It's always shifting. Always. Yeah. And I, I, you made a really good point about testing as well and market research. And I think, you know, in the old days, people would sit down and have focus groups and things like that. Whereas now you can literally put a post up on Facebook and that's your market research, you know? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, how do you think that people can, can do that more and really tap into the psychology and learn about what their market actually wants? Okay. So I've got three to five ways that I personally use and love. Number one is again, you, again, you just barely said it, your own profile. You can go, and this is why Facebook is almost, is almost um, exceeding the way Google works because mm. the thing with Google lacks social, um, the mm. social, Facebook has. You can go ask a question on Facebook within five minutes. You'll have the exact responses from people who have experienced that question. Yeah. Right? You can't do that with Google. You type in a question. You now have 20 pages that you got to go look at to find your answer, right? Yeah. So customer research can be done on your profile. You ask a question and then you analyze the data that you get from the comments. Okay. Mm. Um, same thing with Facebook groups. You have a niche. You're trying to sell to a certain niche. You go inside Facebook groups and you say the following. Um, Hey, so let's just say, so this is actually a case study that I did and I'll, I'll share it with you. So I was, I was marketing for a childcare center. Um, they were, they were really struggling and I had to basically boost their business. 
And I basically went inside childcare groups trying to find out what parents wanted when it came to picking a childcare center. I said the following, hey parents, um, when it comes down to picking a childcare center for your kids, what are the things that you look for? I'm doing some due diligence for a friend. Mm. And what I did was I screenshot all of the responses, put it inside a Google sheet and analyzed the data. And I grabbed the trending, uh, the trending responses mm. and added that to all of my marketing material. So my copy, sales pages, videos, ads, etc. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. That's a really good tip. So, you know, as I mentioned before, there's a, the, it feels like Facebook ads experts are just kind of sprouting up and, you know, digital marketers are just sprouting up out of nowhere. All there, like everyone is a digital marketer these days. Uh, and I know myself included, a lot of people who've been burnt, spending a lot of money with people and then not actually getting results. Yeah. What would you say are the top few things that someone should look out for to be able to find if they're looking for someone to do their marketing, um, to find the right person and the things that maybe questions they need to ask or the things that they need to look out for as well. Okay. So keep in mind, you are going to pay for it, period. Whether you're going to pay for it by learning it yourself from buying trainings and courses from those who are professional and experienced, or you're going to go and hire someone who can grab it by the horns, produce awesome results, but no matter what, you're going to pay for it. So keep that first in mind. Number two, you also need to realize that what you have set up in place as of right now is probably wrong and false, meaning it's, it's guaranteed not going to be as set up as you would like to be. And even if you, <laughs> even if you don't like the things that the expert is going to do, it doesn't matter. You need to have them take the wheel and guide you along where you want to go because you might love your business. But guess what? Not everybody else does. You have to basically create the business that people are going to agree with, with their wallets. So, so um, another thing though is I wouldn't hire someone on the spot. I would actually vet them very well. Um, yes, that does take a long time, but you never want to go and just hire the first person that you find. I would go and add them as a friend, see what their contents is about, find out different articles that they have written on big publications that they have. Mm. And then really dig down into what their psychology is. If there's a good fit, then reach out to them. If they're getting consistent results, you know that they'll get consistent results for you. Mm, yeah. Awesome. Cool. And uh, so what, what exciting things do you have coming up over the, over the next um, 12 months? 12 months. So my wife and I, um, so, okay. Um, my biz, I want to be doing, I want to be doing like consulting, right? I've got a couple of large publications in place right now. Um, so far I've got, um, fast company, Inc, Forbes, fast, yeah, fast company, entrepreneur and business insider. Those are all people that I'm currently working with to get some large publications out, mm. but that's just to expand my brand and increase the quality, right? Mm. Um, if I can show that I have results in those areas, fortune 500 companies, CEOs, they're going to be reaching out to me and whatnot. Okay. So that's my main thing. I'm also increasing my prices. That's another given. That's something that I want to do. My wife, on the other hand, she's created a mommy blog that's currently now getting around 75,000 page views per month. Awesome. And we're just trying to, op yeah, um, we're trying to optimize that, get it all, you know, big and fancy, but we want to create a strong mommy niche and help moms be the moms they want to be. Awesome. Um, but that's her. So it's just awesome being able to be part of that. Yeah, that's cool. And it's cool that, you know, when, when I know a lot of people that are in relationships and they say, oh, you know, my wife or my husband or my partner or whatever, 
uh, is, you know, they're, they're holding me back or they're not motivated or they're not reaching their goals. How do you get someone else to be motivated? And I say, you know, it's not about motivating someone else by you going out there and doing things. You're going to impact the people around you without having to tell them and nag at them. You know, that is, that is so cool. Me and my wife were actually talking about this probably 30 minutes ago. And I was <laughs> like, Hey, I probably know like three to four of my guy friends who are letting their significant others, um, whatever, they're letting things get in the way of their success. Like every time we talk to them, it's, oh, my wife, this, oh, my girlfriend, this. And it's mm. like, it should be about that. It should be about both of you pursuing one solid mission. And if it's mommy blogging, then cool. I'm going to support her in everything that she does. If it's business and consulting, then cool. She's going to support me in whatever it is. We're just going to unify and then mm. scale that way. Like, I, I mean, it's been hard. You know, marriage is not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult, but that is how things are supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So are there any final tips or uh, advice or anything that you wanted to share? No, just focus, focus on the customers, focus on the people that you're going after, talk to them, figure out what they want. You can do it, you know, intentionally, or you can do it around, you know, not intentionally, but focus on what they want. And if you can solve their problems in a very personal and loving matter, on their level, um, and obviously being that expert, whatever it is you're trying to sell, you will make sales and you will be just fine. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Some really good tips there. I know the um, people listening to this will get a lot out of that. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And uh, so where can people find you? Um, so my main website is tuckerforwarda.com. I'm always changing that, optimizing it just to make sure that you can go there. And then for my business side of things, I do prelaunchprofit.com. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Facebook. Just add me as a friend. I'm more than happy to you know, help out as much as I can and answer awesome. any questions. Awesome. And everyone can find the links below as well. So yeah, thanks so much um, for, for sharing and, and great to chat with you today. Awesome. Love it. Thank you.